This program contains very strong language, some very strong violence, scenes of a sexual nature, and flashing images from the outset. <laughs> All right, then. Right, let's get to it. Um, by the way, here's a thought. Uh, I recently started thinking about it. Do you think stupid people ever think to themselves that they're stupid? Or uh, is it that they never read? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, never mind. But goddamn, all right, I smoked some of this fucking oil recently. Um, God damn it, it's the shit knocked the fucking, like it knocked me the fuck out, all right. Um, I put some of that oil on it, then I sparked that shit out, and god damn. That is some powerful shit right there. Right. One, two, three, check. This is Effective Mindset Podcast, episode 28. Right, it's been two years since I started the podcast, so let's set the record straight. This thing is still nowhere near to where I want it to be, um, mostly in terms of audience, but to be honest, it's a little more complicated than that. You see, when I started doing the podcast two years ago, I was just pissing out of my ass for the most part. Um, you know, now things have changed a little. A lot of things changed all over the world. And uh, so have some of my ideas about this podcast. So if you actually have been listening to it from its early days, and uh, I don't blame you if you haven't, <laughs> No hard feelings, but um, but if you have, then you probably noticed that it has grown quite a lot. Uh, both the podcast itself and I have too. And uh, I'm definitely much more comfortable doing the talking, recording my own voice. Um, for sure, I find it a lot easier than when I started. Especially that back then, I had no plan whatsoever. You know, um, I just knew that I was going to do this. Um, all I knew is that I was going to do my own thing. And uh, I was going to have a podcast and I was going to turn it into something meaningful. And uh, that objective has not changed at all. Uh, whether anyone will learn anything useful from it, whether anyone finds it insightful, um, I sure hope so. But <laughs> how the fuck can I know, right? And frankly, it's not for me to decide. Um, Because once it's online, the rest is pretty much up to the audience. Um, and of course, I'm going to do my best to deliver as good a quality content as I uh, possibly can. But how it will make people feel, that's not for me to say, you know. You know, these days, it's really hard to tell how people will react. Because there's more and more... Stupid fucking people emerging everywhere, you know, popping out like mushrooms after the rain. Literally, there's never been, never been as many stupid people all over the world as there are now, you know. We live in the most technologically advanced time probably ever. Yet, in terms of intellect, we're the dumbest we've ever been. You know, at least that's what it feels like to me. You know, the older I get the more I realize that I don't know shit. You know, I know almost fucking nothing about anything. 
But when I look at some people, I don't even know what to say. You know, I feel really uncomfortable around idiots, okay? There's nothing I can do about that. When I'm around someone who's a fucking moron, I just don't have time for those kind of people. You know, I swear to God, of all things, of all things, nothing winds me up as much as stupidity, okay? And I'm talking about purposeful stupidity, the kind of acquired, developed stupidity, you know, the kind of stupidity grown in computer games and TikTok videos. Um, fucking TikTok, man. These fucking stupid idiots on TikTok. You know, useless cunts with no talent, no skills at all. Just fucking eating dominoes every fucking day, playing games all day long, scrolling through the fucking infinite idiocy on TikTok, slowly soaking up all that garbage and turning their brain into a sponge of bullshit. You know, I had a few friends like that back in the day when I was a fucking idiot myself, but I never understood the idea of playing video games all day. You know? What the fuck? Don't you have a life outside of this virtual reality in which you spend most of your day and night? Okay, look, I play a little video game every now and then for 15 minutes every fucking few days and then I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> and that is even if I even, you know, get around to it. Because most of the time I don't even have time to play my actual favorite game, which is Elevate, which is that like brain training kind of shit. Fucking awesome, actually. You know, people are like, there are those fucking trolls on the internet who will be like, um, does it work? Uh, do those uh, brain exercise, whatever games actually work? I don't, listen, bitch, I don't give a fuck what you think, okay? Works for me, all right? Whether, whether or not it works for you, that's not, not for me to fucking give a shit about, frankly, all right? So. So stop fucking complaining about everything. Jesus fucking Christ. Critics everywhere fucking bitching about everything. Alright? Look, I get it. I do that a lot, so... so. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little bit of a hypocrite, but... Who ain't? Not that that's a good excuse, but... Um, surely there's a little work, you know, to be done. So so I'm working on it. Um, but that's, that's what I'm saying, look... Fuck the virtual reality, okay? How do you expect anything in your life to be in order when video games are the only thing you pay attention to? And from what I've seen, the more you do it, the more immediate comfort, the more that chance you're gonna keep making all those poor choices until it's too late. Until the moment you're so miserable that you can't even get off the couch. And the next thing you know, you die of a fucking heart attack right in front of your Xbox and those 20 pizza boxes stacked on top of one another. I know people like that. And you know, it's like, there, there is no fucking way to tuck him out of it. It's like, and he's just gotta let go, you know? It's, it's, there is no point trying to help someone who doesn't want to help themselves. Who's like, oh yeah, dude, I know, I know, yeah. You know, I just, meh. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're a fucking Seriously, you're a cunt. Go fuck yourself. You know, if that's if that's your attitude, if that's what you're gonna do, eat yourself to death and just fucking play fucking video games all day long. Then play your fucking video games. And 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 pff, I don't know what to fucking tell you, dude. Other than you know, you don't have to get to that point in life. You can start making the right choices rather than react. You can take the initiative. 
And uh, if you aspire to do something, but are surrounded by miserable people who don't want to do any better, who don't know any better, I don't know, you need to change your environment. It's the same thing as being the smartest guy in the room. When you're that guy, you should probably get out of there. So that's what I did. I had to cut some people off, you know, otherwise making things happen would have been hell of a lot harder. And once I took care of that, I can now focus on doing my thing. The best I can do is keep doing it to the best of my ability and that's it. You know, focus on what I can do, focus on how I can do it best rather than get distracted by things that are out of my control. Just keep going, just keep going. Don't get discouraged by others, you know? I don't let other people's bullshit drag me down. Look, no one has an easy fucking life, all right? Everybody's got something to bitch about. Sure, there's some people, you know, who have it really fucked up. That's for sure. Some people are dealt a really shit hand, okay? And some people have everything handed to them without even asking. But is that what you really want? Sweet, easy life, you know, with all the comfort and no responsibilities. Think about it. If that was actually an option, if that was on the table, would you take it? How long do you think until you get sick of it? How long do you think you could fucking live a life without obstacles, never facing any challenges at all? Or worse, are you living that kind of life now? Because if you are, you need to do something about it and you need to do something now. Start challenging yourself today. Start doing something difficult. Difficult shit is everywhere. Just pick your poison, you know? No more of that. I'll do it tomorrow, talk. That's bullshit and you know it. How long have you been telling yourself, I'll start tomorrow? And how many fucking times did you actually do it? <laughs> Not so many, I guess, since you're uh, listening to this fucking podcast. <laughs> For real though, if you're pissed off with something, if something's slowing you down or holding you down, you need to put that anger to use. You need to get something out of it rather than just anger. Anger on its own is fucking useless. All right, just like motivation on its own is fucking useless. But when combined with a straight objective, when combined with a plan of action, anger all of a sudden can change into something very useful. Like Jordan Peterson said, you should be a monster and you should learn how to control it. In my own words, don't be a little bitch, all right? It's like the Chinese proverb. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in war. And uh, that's how I fucking see it. Like I'm on track, but I'm nowhere near my goal. And if you are in a similar situation, then you got something going on, I don't know, if, 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 you, if you're about to do something, then you need to stop looking at what other people will say and what other people are doing. Stop wasting your fucking time on meaningless shit like that. Fuck all that noise. That's all that is. Static noise. That's how you gotta look at it. It's not something you can do much about because it'll always be there. Those people that make the noise, you know, they'll always be there trying to hold you down just because they don't want you to do better. 
because it makes them face the hard fucking truth about themselves and they don't like you know they they're not willing to face it so let them be you just do your thing keep going no matter what ask yourself one question should the fact that there are miserable people out there that there are people out there who don't want to see you do well should that stop you from getting after it should that stop you from trying to turn your plans into reality i'm sorry that getting after it is just like ingrained in my brain right now you know i fucking i wake up with these three words in my fucking head get after it so uh there's nothing i can fucking do about that i'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry uncle jake um but i'm fucking getting after it son um and that's what i want people to do that's what i want everyone i know to do because life is fucking short i knew some people who died recently um just because they either weren't taking enough care of themselves or maybe they just were dealt one of those shit hands of cards you know fuck knows life is dark and brutal and fucked up so you might as well make the best out of it and you might as well live it to the best of your ability and 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 as close to the way you would imagine it being as you possibly can that is something that i learned from henry rollins uh, or maybe i heard from henry rollins when he was saying it on joe rogan's podcast and i agree with him 100% you got to make the best out of this shot that you got um you got one fucking shot you know at life You're going to fuck up many times. You're going to do things right many times. But, you you know, you, you don't get to press the restart button and and things don't get back to, to fucking square one. Uh, things will in your life get back to square one over and over and over again if you keep fucking up. And that's a lot easier than you would imagine. And if you are a certain age, then you would probably know by now that that is true. Um, so I'm not going to bore you to tears. I'm just saying, like... I am fucking getting after it. I am, you know, trying to get shit done. For the most part, it does not result in immediate success. For the most part, it results in something that most people would say, oh shit, that's a failure. That's another failure. No, it's not another failure. This is another step towards getting fucking things done. So this is another step towards my goal. So this is not a failure. This is something that that you could consider an obstacle that has been dealt with one way or another. Obviously, you could consider a uh, um, a setback or whatever, but it's not a failure, okay? Um, to me, for the most part, those are just challenges that need to be conquered, and uh, and that's what I'm trying to do. So uh, so yeah, that's look. I don't fucking know. I don't know. How, how the fuck should I know if, you know, if that's how you see things? How the fuck should I know if you're not one of those people who want to settle for the immediate comfort? You know, I've, I have been that person for a very long time, for the most part of my life. I've been that person who always wanted the immediate comfort. And I've taken a lot of shortcuts and failed a lot of fucking times. And I can tell you for sure, the immediate comfort almost never almost never if not never pays off on the long run so that's how i see things um i'm a little bit more into a little discomfort 
a little immediate discomfort for the mental comfort and physical comfort later um, because I feel a lot more comfortable when I am uh, physically fit. I feel a lot better mentally when I'm taking good care of my mental health. I am I feel a lot better about myself when I'm able to help other people and I feel a lot better about myself when I get shit under control and in order to do that I need discipline in my life and and this is something I needed for as far as I remember it's just one of those things that I never really knew I needed or uh you know maybe maybe I might have known but maybe I didn't understand the importance of it so I prioritized on other things so um What's my point? My point is you need to listen to people that are smarter than you and you need to learn from it. And this is what I learned from Jacko. This is um, something that I learned over hundreds of hours you know, of listening to the uh, Jacko podcast with Jacko and Echo and their guests. And um, yeah, look, one of those things that you really need to prioritize on is discipline. Most things can wait. Most other things can wait. But discipline is one of those things that you really need to put on the top of your priorities every single fucking day. This should be your leading, your core value, your leading virtue, you know. Again, should the fact that there are miserable people out there stop you from trying to turn your plans, turn your goals into reality answer yourself this very simple question and you will know what to do and who to listen to whose opinions and comments to worry about you will realize that actually there aren't that many people like that out there people whose opinions you should give a fuck about there's very few no matter who you are there's only a handful of people you should do your best to never let down only a handful Family, closest friends, those are the people you should care about not letting down, ever, if possible. Everyone else, look, it's simple. There is no fucking way to please everyone. There's billions of people everywhere. Obviously, you're not going to interact with every single one of them, but you're going to interact with a lot of fucking people, and you're not going to make everyone happy. I'm not saying be an asshole. Absolutely not. Quite the opposite, actually. Try and, you know, try to be a good person. Good human being. No matter what. No matter what kind of people you're surrounded by at a time. Always try and do the right thing. Don't be a fucking asshole. It's not a big deal. It's not a difficult task. It's actually quite easy to be nice. When you think about it, it's probably easier than being arrogant. It may not always be very easy to be a good person, to do the right thing. But then life isn't all about easy choices. Or is it? <laughs> what, is, what is life about to you? You know, most people know where easy choices usually take you. And that's nowhere anyone in their right mind wants to be. So don't be an asshole. That's it. Other than that, don't worry too much about opinions or comments or whatever of other people, you know, hard feelings, people who have nothing to do with you. 
don't fucking worry about them, all right? There will be people out there who will laugh at you. There will be people out there who will look at you and talk to you in a condescending way. There will be people out there looking down at you as if they're better than you. And you know what? That's their problem. That's literally it. That's not your problem that someone is looking down at you or talks to you in a patronizing, condescending manner. Some people are just fucking idiots. All right, that's it. There's nothing you can do about that. So just don't fucking worry about it. You're gonna be fine. Or you're gonna fucking die trying. But you can't just sit on your ass and let your life unfold, you know, in front of you without having a word to say in how it's gonna go. You should be in charge of your own shit. Find yourself a, I don't know, find yourself good role models, people to follow, people whose advice will actually do you good and focus on the path. Focus on those that are close to you. Don't worry about haters, time wasters, procrastinators, you know, miserable fucks who don't know any better. Don't worry about any of them. Let them be, let them do their fucking thing, exist in their miserable livelihoods. You stay away from that shit and don't let them stick their head into your life. It's no one's fucking business what you do, who you spend your time with, who you hang out with and all that. Don't make yourself vulnerable, susceptible to being taken advantage of by others. Just do your thing. Set your goals and get after them. That's it. That's that's what I'm doing. Like I said, I'm nowhere near my goals, one of which is absolute typing proficiency. I might not be too bothered about stuttering and uh, these kind of things, but I want to be a good writer. Um, That's pretty much one of the very few things in life that I really enjoy doing. No bullshit, I actually really enjoy it. And, um, you know, it's just what makes me feel good. You know, sitting at my desk in the early morning, watching the sun slowly rise on the horizon and uh, writing, you know. I could write for hours at a time. Sometimes I start writing early in the morning and then I do some research, then I listen to a podcast as I work out, then I take a shower, eat something, and then I'm back at my desk, watching the sunset, maybe playing some music in the background, you know, not too loud, ambient and uh, writing. So obviously, if I didn't enjoy doing it, I definitely would have found something else to do. Um, And I do this for hours, hours, every fucking day. So I figured, hey, (coughs) why not try and make a living out of it? And if that's really one of the very few things I would actually like to do professionally, One of the very few things, why not give it a try? Now, like right now, right here. No more of that weekend writing, tired after a day's work, none of that glass half empty bullshit. Actual full-time writing every day, whether it be two hours, five hours, just focus on doing that for a few months. See what comes out of it. You know, what if it, I, I don't know, what if this is actually it? What if this is going to work out? 
What if this is actually what I'm supposed to be doing? How am I ever going to find out if I don't give it a chance? No one ever said it'd be fucking easy. Obviously, I still got to pay the bills, eat, all that. So how do you do that when the Matrix is knocking on all your fucking doors and windows, always chasing you with all kinds of bills to pay? How do you escape the matrix or at least sustain your position within the system until you can afford to break out? Truth is, I don't have the answer. I don't know if there is the answer, you know. I don't think there is the answer. There, there might be some kind of uh, clue or something like that. And I'm sure it depends on circumstances. But if there is one thing that most people of the successful people have in common, that's discipline. Without discipline, you won't get anywhere. Let's assume that you don't have a hundred grand in your bank account, which you could just spend over the next couple of years doing your thing. You know, let's say it's a little tougher than that. Let's say you don't even have a grand saved for a rainy day. Let's say after paying bills, you barely get by. What then? What do you do in a situation like that? Because the instinct thing to do the thing that most people would tell you is hold on to that job get back to your day job to your warehouse work to get back to the office get back to doing that meaningless shit you were just trying to escape because you know that's life that's real life okay office is real life dreams are dreams But life is life, and here is the real life for you, son. This job, you know, this meaningless, soul-killing, bullshit task after task, or a bunch of fucking tasks, to, you know, they get you to do in exchange for peanuts. I've done that shit for 10 fucking years. I'm fucking, I've, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with that shit. 10 fucking years. And it's not a lot of fucking peanuts. That's true, you know. It's enough to survive, to pay your rent, groceries, or get a haircut, some clothes every now and then, and everything else. Everything else is on finance, on some kind of credit, you know, some kind of loan. That's your fucking day job. So, no, thanks. I've done that, like I said, 10 fucking years, and it got me nowhere. And over the past few years, my expenses grew stratospherically compared to my earnings. Which means I'd end up in debt for the next 50 years if I keep working the same way I have been for the past 10 years. Instead, I'd rather focus on doing something that I actually enjoy doing and that I'm getting better at each day than do something I'm good at But because of a few factors, I don't have a big chance of getting to a point where I want to be. Not in these fucked up, politically correct times where you have to watch every fucking word that comes out of your mouth. You gotta be obedient and hardworking and not asking any questions. Especially, especially never question the incompetence of other people that work at the same place as you are, especially if you work in public sector, okay? Because incompetence in local government, for example, is fucking staggering. And if you start calling people out on it, 
even if you do it carefully, you're very likely to get a complaint filed against you for which you will have to apologize, even if you're right. It doesn't matter. You hurt someone's feelings when you pointed out that they're not doing their job and now you have to apologize for speaking the truth. And if you don't, and if it happens two, maybe three times, you're out the door. Even if you fucking do apologize, two or three fucking times, that's it, you're out. So watch yourself, be a good boy, don't stick your head out, don't ask any inconvenient questions. And if you do all these things, you could have a career for a lifetime here until you retire. Oh, and the money's shit too. <laughs> After all, it's public funds, right? So if you want to make money working for a local authority is probably not the best place to go. But hey, if you sign that contract and you play by the rules all the time, even if those rules don't make any sense. Like I said, if you're an obedient, good little cog in the machine, you can have a job for life working for a local government. That is, if the life you want is the life in debt, paying off loans, credit cards, taking out more loans to pay for other things, paying off a mortgage, for 20, 30, maybe 40 years, probably remortgaging that house in the meantime. If that is your recipe for a good life, I say, think it through again. And if you really think that's the best you can do, go for it. But first, of course, you will be encouraged by your folks, friends, family to go to college, get an education, get a degree, because, you know, only morons don't get higher education, right? There are still many people who think like that. Again, you do everything right. You have a chance that you will find a job, like a dream job, whatever, and quickly realize how far away from reality your dreams were. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just kidding, okay? Maybe that's what you want. There are people out there who are simple people. You know, I'm a pretty simple guy, I think. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have a good life as you play your role in the system. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a good thing. Not everyone wants to make a hundred million bucks, obviously. Or actually, let me rephrase. <laughs> everyone wants a hundred million bucks. Not everyone wants to put as much work as it takes to make a hundred million or five million or one. How many people do you know that made a million dollars or pounds or whatever? Unless you're Joe Rogan, probably not that many. That's why so many people are fucking broke. Not because there aren't opportunities out there. Uh, because if you really want to do something, you'll figure out a way to do it. That's how I feel, that's, that's what I think, and that's what I know from my own experience. There's always a way, okay? Most of the unsuccessful people are not successful. <laughs> Most unsuccessful people are not successful because they don't do enough, okay? That's the fucking brutal truth. People don't fucking do anything. If you 
you know, if you have something going on, uh, I don't know, you have a hobby, go to a gym, yoga class, anything, that's already good. Because believe it or not, a lot of people you know, people you met at some point in life, people who pass you by in a grocery store, a lot of them don't do shit. Uh, they just live without purpose, <laughs> without any mission, without any objectives. They just exist. You know, they go to work, pay their bills, but when it comes down to it, they do nothing with their time. They just let it pass them by. Now, am I saying there's something wrong with that? No, if you're a fucking loser, but if you're not, then you should know better. You should have shit to do. You shouldn't just sit on your fucking ass all day long playing video games and scrolling through Instagram and TikTok while some moronic reality TV show plays in the background. You have all this comfort food, all the groceries, all the convenience right there on a screen of your phone, right? Delivered to you. You have Uber Eats, you have Deliveroo, you have Domino's, you have Netflix, you have an Xbox, you have fucking Amazon Prime. You have all this convenience, all this comfort. But what you don't realize is you're slowly killing yourself, deteriorating, your body getting out of shape, having to absorb all the garbage you feed it. Because it's true, you know, you are what you eat. If you eat a lot of tofu and soya and lentils, then you're obviously a cunt. <laughs> I meant a vegan. <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding. Take it easy. Take it easy. I'm just breaking the bones, right? Uh, I know some vegans that are really cool. You know, Mike Tyson, one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, Russell Brand, definitely one of my favorite people on the planet too. Um, I love these guys, you know, and they're both vegan or um, used to be at some point in life. Doesn't matter. That's exactly what I'm talking about here. It doesn't matter where your personal choices are. As long as you're a good person, as long as you respect other people, you're all good. That's what matters to others whether you're a good person or not. Not what you eat. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Only assholes bitch about other people's dietary choices. No one in their right mind has time for that shit. It's a different thing to give someone a sound advice about healthy eating, healthy living, all that. It's a good thing to share a useful advice as long as people are willing to listen to it. But... It should be up to that person to make their own conscious choices. So, let's say someone's a pescatarian, which means they eat fish. And if that kind of diet balanced with other foods works for them, that's great. And if they can share some useful knowledge on that topic, that's even better. You know, Same goes with carnivore diet, paleo diet, also known as caveman diet. That's the diet that I'm on or trying to stick to as much as I can. And the same goes with vegan diet. You know, I believe there's some good in each of those diets, as long as it's done properly. But neither will work if you impose your views on another person, if you try to force them into following what works for you.
You gotta leave people to their own devices. It's good to give advice, but everyone needs to make their own choices. Okay, it's okay to be influenced by others for whom a specific diet works. But it's not okay for those who give advice to have a final say in your choices. You should make your own choices. End of story. And if some idiot food warrior doesn't understand that and calls you a murderer or some other shit because you eat meat, honestly, fuck those people. They don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about. And you're smarter than that. So let them operate on their low level. You just do your thing, okay? Eat whatever you want and be a good guy or a girl or a non-binary folk from another planet. I don't give a fuck, okay? Just be a kind creature, okay? Don't be a fucking asshole. But seriously, back to my point, if you eat a lot of veggies and not a lot of meat, then most likely you're gonna be rather thin. If you eat a lot of meat, beef, chicken, fish, carbs such as potatoes rice vegetables fruit pasta whatever and if you exercise a lot then most likely you're gonna look like an average healthy athletic person and if you eat a lot of fast food pizza burgers subway mcdonald's kfc burger king and you drink a lot of carbonated beverages a lot of starbucks a lot of fucking all that, then it's no secret that you're gonna look like a pile of shit and at times you're gonna feel much worse than you look. <laughs> and you can fucking hate me for it, for all I care. I really don't give a shit. If the truth hurts your feelings, that's your fucking problem. And I might fat shaming probably a little bit, whether the truth gets under your skin or whether you take what I say personally. Again, that's not for me to decide. I'm just telling you the truth. That is the truth. Garbage food makes you, f make, you know, makes your body fucking struggle with processing it. That's, that's, the, that's the fucking reality of it, okay? I never said it would be all pleasant to hear, but maybe you need to hear it. Maybe it's a little more important that you hear the truth than the fact that it hurts your feelings. With all due respect, those are for you to handle. It's no one else's fucking problem. Look, I've been making all kinds of bad choices most of my life, okay? Fast food, alcohol, recreational drugs, staying up for two days in a row, getting into fights, not taking good care of myself, procrastinating, fucking up a lot of good relationships and all that. More and more fast food, lack of structure, disorganized eating and sleeping, uh, insomnia. I had, I had insomnia for a while, you know, lots of processed sugar, lots of snacks, and a lot, a lot of comfort food, okay? I would eat fast food seven days a week, fucking lunch and dinner, okay? Maybe I would have some healthy for, for breakfast, but that's that. And I've let some people down. I, like I said, I've let some people down. I got into a few really toxic relationships and I fucked up more times than I could possibly count. So by no means am I a character for anyone to follow, okay? Like I said, you do your fucking thing. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to tell you what works for me 
and what I think would work for you. But it's up to you whatever you'll choose to do. And you know what? I learned something from each of all those fuck-ups. Each of those mistakes taught me a different lesson. And I guess the bigger question is, have I always followed those lessons that I learned? And the answer is, of course not. Everyone is slacking sometimes, you know. Everyone has to deal with their inner bitch every now and then. Everyone fucks up. And that applies to eating, taking care of yourself, surrounding yourself with the right people, making the right choices, thinking ahead. Everyone fucks up every now and then. Which is by no means an excuse for you to uh, not try hard enough. It's exactly the opposite. Look, I'm not trying to bullshit you here. I'm telling you the way things are. If you can't handle it, that's on you. If you can't handle the truth, if you'd rather retreat to your usual comfort, you know, then don't expect a change for the better to just come to you because you're sacrificing the opportunity to have one with your shitty choices. One after another, you never fucking learn, do you? And then you keep blaming other people for your misfortune. And you keep asking God, Why me? What have I done to deserve this? And the answer is, you have done exactly nothing. That's why your life's still fucked up. You fucked yourself when you gave up on trying. As long as you keep trying, as long as you keep going, you have a chance that things will work out. No one's promising you anything. Wake the fuck up and face it. There is no guarantee that anything will work out. There is no guarantee that any of your efforts will ever pay off. But you know what else I can guarantee you 100%? That nothing will ever have a chance of happening if you do nothing. If you sit on your ass and wait for a better day, you'll most likely starve to death waiting. Or eat yourself to death, choose whichever applies to you and if anything good happens, that's just dumb luck. You want to bet your future on a thin chance of getting lucky? That's a little stupid, don't you think? <laughs> Wouldn't you rather do something? Whatever it is, there must be something you dream about. Anything. What are you doing to make it happen? Because I can tell you one thing for sure. Sitting on your ass, waiting for a better day, that sure as fuck ain't enough. So, get up and do something. Try and do something to a point where you can unplug from the matrix and just keep doing your thing. Either do that or keep doing nothing. Just sit on your miserable, sorry ass and watch your life pass you by. Like some deadbeat reality TV show. But don't blame other people for your infinite misfortune. Because procrastination is the founding block of all your fucking problems. Whether it be your own procrastination or others, it usually comes down to insufficient effort and too much ignorance. So again, whatever it is you want to do, start doing something towards it. Whether it will work out or not, no one fucking knows. But if you never try, you will never find out. As simple as that.
It's pretty much up to you how long you're willing to keep going. How many obstacles you're willing to face knowing that it won't be easy. That's what I'm doing. <clears throat> Maybe I'll figure it out. <clears throat> Maybe not. I have a pretty good feeling though. You know why? Because even though I'm not generating money regularly, I still don't feel like I'm wasting time. Actually, I feel the opposite. I feel good about what I do. You know, for the first time in a long time, I found something that gives me purpose, something that fulfills me. You know, you might not understand what I'm talking about based on this example alone, you know, writing. Uh, not everyone likes to write. To some people, writing an email is a chore, something they really aren't looking forward to on their list of daily tasks. You see, I don't mind. I don't give a shit. But more so, I prefer to send an email uh, in many cases where I need to have a conversation documented. It's just good practice, a common sense based alternative to a phone call. And don't get me wrong, though, um, I still believe in a good old phone call, you know, when things are unlikely to be dealt with effectively and in a timely manner. Sometimes you just got to pick up the phone and make a call. But when it comes to official business dealing, uh, anything like that, you need that shit documented. In which case, you better know how to write. And I mean write in a specific way, proficiently, concisely, and directly in order to avoid any misunderstandings and effectively deliver on the job. Yeah, you know, good writing skills are like good driving skills. Not everyone's got it. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. So when it comes to writing, uh, whether it be writing emails, uh, ads, writing legal, whatever, writing jokes, writing scripts, screenplays, books, whatever, articles, you name it. It's all the same thing. The more you do it, the more practice, the better you will get at it. The more exercising in the gym, better physical and mental results same goes with driving speaking uh, writing everything the more input the better results and knowing that if anything i am now much more committed to actually making it happen uh, because if there's anything that i actually enjoyed doing over the past two years that would be writing and doing the podcast that's it i can cook pretty well but I have no intention at all to turn it into a business. <laughs> I like to cook for myself and for my friends, but I'm not a chef. You know, I often take way too much time when I cook and um, it's just not for me. You know, I had a very short gig at a restaurant, uh, although it's hard to call it that. Uh, but that's officially what it was uh, a couple of years back. You know, I might have actually talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, <laughs> either way, it was one of the worst fucking jobs of my life. It was a fucking nightmare. And I was working with a bunch of losers. Almost everyone was drunk at work every day. Beer, vodka, drugs. It was an absolute fucking circus. People drank at work 
every fucking day. I shit you not. You would never believe it unless you've seen it with your own eyes. Okay? I had worse jobs, that's for sure. But that place was just a collective of degenerates. It was like some fucked up movie. And, um, you know, I got a drunk with them a couple of times. Uh, but even back then, I already knew that I don't want to be surrounding myself with those kind of people. Fortunately, about a week later, I was told to go home after the head chef saw me argue with a friend in a car park behind a restaurant. And uh, the following day, as I was going to <laughs> go there and uh, for the last time, you know, and, and tell them all to go fuck themselves, I got a phone call from the HR saying, Hey, Mike, uh, so yeah, uh, we were asked uh, to let you know that you are no longer needed to come into work. So I go, great, you just saved me the trip. And she goes, eh, okay. And I go, all right, take it easy. <laughs> and I hang up. Uh, and then I had to call him again a couple of weeks later, obviously, because of course they had to try and fuck around with my accrued holiday pay and all that. But I got that sorted, so never mind. Nice try, bitch. Not my first rodeo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened to me at least three times, you know, three times that I could call re recall immediately. Um, actually four, now that I think about it. Once uh, at a sprinkle factory. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that was... <laughs> that was one of the shittiest jobs I ever did. Um, but... <laughs> like, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Uh, actually, the sprinkle factory was the second time I got fired, just as I was going to quit. The first time was when I worked at a foreign exchange point, which was like a little kiosk, uh, which was a fucking horrible job. <laughs> Definitely in the top five of my worst jobs ever. But they fired me about a week before I was going to quit. Uh, I was fucking broke back then. Um, I had to hold on to that shit job for a while longer, even though I absolutely hated it. At least that's what I thought, you know, I have to hold on to it. Turns out I got fired and then things picked up the pace a little bit. So uh, literally every single time I got fired, I ended up better off. Every single time. It seems as if all those shit jobs were just temporary setbacks on my journey. You know, like levels in a game that you don't want to go through, but you got to go through if you want to go to the next level. That's how I feel about it. You know, and that's pretty much how I felt back then. I guess I just couldn't see the bigger picture. You know. The third time was at that restaurant that was literally the day I was so fed up with that shit and those fucking degenerates, you know. To a point where I was going to walk in, hand my notice, and walk the fuck out. Never look back. And that's pretty much what happened, except my shift was supposed to start at 3 p.m. And the HR called me around 1 p.m. So, uh, so yeah. And, uh, okay, so that was the third time I got fired as I was about to quit. And the fourth time it happened, I was working at that warehouse. 
with sofas where an average had to carry the equivalent of seven tons a day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, unloading, you know, the containers from overseas, dragging boxes with sofas in them through the warehouse, that kind of thing, you know, those kind of things. Uh, taking sofas out the boxes to check if they're damaged or not before we send them out to retailers. Packing them back into the boxes, picking orders, you know, all the usual warehouse shit. Uh, I actually really liked the people that I was working with and I enjoyed the physical nature of the job. I was fucking 62, maybe 64 kilos when I started. And everyone at that place thought that I would not last one day, that I was going to quit, you know, that I would last maybe two days. And I was there for five months. <laughs> It took five months for my shoulder blades and uh, joints and all that to give in. Uh, I was literally worn out to a point where I couldn't fucking handle it any longer, you know. And it must have been showing in my performance or perhaps my attitude. They were also trying to fuck me over on money and I wasn't having it. I should have gotten an increase in pay after 12 weeks, but the assholes at my recruitment agency argued that it was discretionary, meaning that it was at the employer's discretion whether or not I was going to get a pay rise, which was absolute bullshit they pulled out of their own asshole. <laughs> and I had to show those idiots how full of shit they were, so I showed them the legislation that says it is written in the law that after 12 weeks I'm supposed to get paid the same amount that employees hired directly by the company get. And apparently no one at either the company's own payroll team <laughs> nor the agency, which is very hard to believe, but apparently no one at either of them knew anything about the AWR. Uh, that is the uh, agency workers regulations, which is the legislation that I'm talking about. The reason I find it very, very hard to believe that no one over there knew anything about such legislation is the fact that this is basic knowledge. How is it that employees such as I know about it, yet the morons that are supposed to be managing the business, never heard of it? Yeah, cut this shit, asshole. You think you're the first bunch of morons that try to fuck around with me? I've had plenty of battles, fights, all kinds of situations, and only a few resulted in a loss, neither of which was a fight with a recruitment agency. In case of recruitment agencies, I won every single time. Why? Because I represent the truth, even if it hurts your fucking feelings. And no clown will ever fuck me over. You're nowhere near my level. You want to fuck around with people? Pick a moron of your own kind to do that with. I ain't one of them. Fuck around with me. It will never end well for you. Because trying to fuck around with me, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. 
And I might say it once, maybe two times, since you're a fucking moron and I'm nice. But I ain't gonna warn you three times. So think before you embarrass yourself like every single one of those clowns before you. I swear to God, some of those people really don't have a fucking clue what they're doing. Nothing. Nada. Just absolute incompetence. And they have the fucking balls to call themselves professionals. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you know, just like Jordan Belfort, I'm very prejudiced against stupid people. I fucking hate idiocy. There's nothing I can do about it, I swear to God. I have a fucking problem with stupid people, all right? And the bigger problem is the fact that stupidity is spreading like wildfire these days, okay? So again, if you have a plan in your head, start working towards it. If you have something going on already, work harder. Work harder on it. And it's most definitely going to be difficult to do your thing. But you gotta think about the alternative. Are you going to just plug back in? Plug back into the fucking matrix. That would defeat the whole purpose of your endeavor. So I say, don't do that. Instead, calm the fuck down and make the right decision, okay? No, it's not an easy road. It will definitely be difficult. But taking the easy road in the first place is exactly what got you here to this point. Don't ask me why it works the way it does. No one should be asking these questions, all right? Nobody. That's just the way it is. So if you have a thing going on, or if you are about to do something, you need to do it now. Just start doing something towards it. That's literally what I'm doing with my podcast. I don't have a fucking team of people working behind the scenes trying to put this thing together. <laughs> no, like I said, it's a one-man band. I'm doing this thing entirely on my own while dealing with all sorts of shit in the meantime. All right? I don't have an assistant. I put everything together on my own. Everything. Writing, production, editing, publishing, all of it on my own. And am I doing it all great? Am I doing it all right, correctly? Of course not. There's actually a lot of shit that needs a lot of improvement. And I'm gonna have to do it all on my own. But I knew that already when I decided I was going to do it. I had no fucking doubts whatsoever that this venture was going to be a big challenge. And I'm not just talking shit here. I actually knew what I was getting myself into and I did it anyway. You know why? Because the alternative was horrifying. Being part of the system, being just another cell in the matrix, another cog in the big machine. You know, the vision of that alone was enough for me to know that I never want to live my life that way. I've seen too many people fail as they were trying to play by the rules. In some cases, it ended really badly. In other cases, people just died broke, you know. I knew since I was a little kid that if there's one thing I don't want to be when I grow up, that's being broke. I always hated poverty. And at the same time, I had always had a pretty shitty self-esteem, despite what you might think about me. <laughs> 
But uh, but yeah, I'm doing my own thing now. I'm recording my podcast. I'm writing my books. Books, okay? Trying to put this thing together. Um, learning about new things that I'm actually interested in. Not that bullshit back in school that no one could give a shit about. Fuck all that. Fuck that shit for real. You know, to me, back in my childhood days, going to school always felt like going to work. Because <laughs> that's what it was. And I'm not talking about your dream job. I'm talking about the kind of exhausting work at some big industrial conglomerate with heavy machinery, lots of hazards all around, that kind of job, you know. The kind of job that no one ever really wanted to do. People do it because they don't have a fucking choice. No one goes to work in a coal mine because that's what they dreamed about their entire childhood. Okay, people go to work in a coal mine because there was no work anywhere else in their area. When I was a kid, I wanted to drive a bin lorry or a dump truck or a uh, whatever. <laughs> and now that I'm a little older, I don't really see myself doing either of those things. Thus, I'm grateful for those who do. Just like I'm sure there are people out there who would never want to be an accountant or a police officer or a butcher, personal trainer, fucking psychotherapist, surgeon, you know, construction worker, bus driver, lawyer, fireman, you know, baker. Each of these jobs requires a completely different skill set. But they all have one thing in common. They all require the right mindset. Whether you're a lawyer, a painter, or whatever else you do, you need to have the right attitude towards your work. You need to have towards you know you need to have the right mindset towards it. Whether it's a heavy duty physical labor, or sorting mail in the post room, or working at a till in a grocery store, or managing a team of people. If you don't have the right approach, you're not sufficiently engaged in your job, then you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna deliver on it. You're gonna fucking fail at it, no matter what it is you do. Without the right mindset, without the right amount of effort, there's no fucking way you'll ever accomplish anything but mediocre results. If that's what you're after, I suggest rethinking your priorities because no one wants mediocre results. People want you to get the fucking job done. Keep your fucking feelings to yourself. Just get it over with and go home and do your thing. You know, I hated school back when I was a kid. <laughs> Did you too? Well then, why do you keep going back to square one? Wouldn't you rather do something that you enjoy doing? Because back in school, what they were doing was they were preparing you to this stage you're currently at. They were preparing you to become a part in the big machinery. They weren't preparing you to follow your dreams. They don't give a fuck about your dreams. You work on your dreams in your own time. <laughs> Let's say you want to do your own podcast or start a YouTube channel, whether you'd be uploading videos, whatever it is. The key factor when it comes to entertainment is audience. That for many people is the biggest challenge not creating the content because if you know give or take what you want to do then you'll figure out a way to do it that suits you most 
Sure, for some people, the content itself is the main issue, in which case I say once again, just start doing something towards it. The more you do it, the better you will get at it. It's a matter of time and persistence, determination. You have to be determined. You don't have an audience, <laughs> tough shit. Guess what? I had no fucking audience at all either. When I first started, no one was listening. I had a couple downloads of each episode. That's it. So I know exactly what it's like to create something and see no one appreciate it. And not that there was anything to appreciate. It was just, you know, I know, I know that feeling. And not being famous already makes attracting an audience very difficult. <clears throat> I can tell from my own experience, you know. In my case, growing an audience has been the greatest challenge ever since I started. But then I'm subscribed to many podcasts and some well-known people have surprisingly small audience on YouTube. For example, there is this guy who was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, the guy has more than 200 videos on his YouTube channel. And altogether, more than 200 videos. Altogether, he has 71,000 views. Okay, that's approximately 350 views on average per episode. When you look closer, though, most of his videos haven't been watched more than 40 to 50 times per video. And the guy was on Joe Rogan's podcast twice, two times, all right? Definitely got over a million views combined, probably more. No way to check now that um, the podcast is exclusively on Spotify, uh, because neither one of those episodes is on YouTube anymore. <clears throat> but... Let's say it was a couple hundred thousand, even if it wasn't a million. This dude's channel barely gets 50 views per video. And uh, that was probably the first one that really made me think about this whole thing. I actually couldn't believe it the first time I saw it. Think about it. If well-known people barely get any views, then how the fuck am I ever gonna make it, right? How do you attract an audience without investing massive resources into marketing? It seems impossible to promote anything on Instagram these days without paying someone or the platform itself for advertising. One way or another, if you don't have audience already, you're gonna have to pay if you want to attract more than 20 to 50 people at a time. That's just how the algorithm is designed so that if you can afford it, you're welcome to advertise your shit, whether it be merchandise or content. If you have enough startup funds, you can build audience you'd never be able to build otherwise on Instagram. And that's not necessarily fair because some people have big advantage when it comes to starting their venture and others barely hold their shit together. <laughs> so no, it's not fair. The way the system is put together for the new entrepreneurs, all right? If you don't have the money to get started, if, you know, if you don't have some kind of upfront capital, you're fucked. You're stuck in this nine to five bullshit existence out of which you cannot get away just like that because it's designed 
to keep you trapped like a fucking monkey. You know, go to work, do your shift, pay your taxes, do your groceries, eat your fast food, repeat, get a credit card, get a car on finance, get a promotion and mortgage, keep eating that garbage food, then get sick, pay for meds, get hooked on a lifelong medication for this and that, then get back to work, <laughs> pay more taxes, buy more products, stay alive for as long as you generate profits for big pharma, for consumer market, for the government. And then one day, go in your retirement, get diagnosed with some terminal shit, and then die slowly in your apartment, still on all the pharmaceutical drugs, deteriorated, left with nothing. Thus the existence, the elites have planned for you. That's the life they want you to live. That's why so many people just opt in for the immediate comfort. Because who gives a shit, right? When you even think about it, there's so much of that shit going on that the thought alone is absolutely overwhelming. Everyone is trying to take advantage of something or someone else. You know, almost everyone is doing a shit job one way or another. Almost nobody knows what the fuck they're doing half the time. That's one of the reasons so many people are barely getting by. Because they're doing things they're completely uninterested in. And they're just doing it to pay the fucking bills. So they're just doing it to, to the bare fucking minimum of expected standard. But that should not discourage you from getting after whatever the fuck it is you're after. Whatever your dreams are, don't let the real life kill them. Don't get discouraged from doing what you do just because your audience is not big enough. That's how it usually starts. <laughs> you need to focus on consistency. Because only with consistent effort and commitment, you have a chance of making it happen. You know, when it comes to material things, everyone gets distracted by those consumer goods. It's not just working class people that are drowning in debt. When it comes to affluent people, do you think it's much better on average? Everyone just does whatever. Get a car, get the biggest fucking TV, Get those fake tits for the wife, you know, in that Louis bag. Those designer shoes and clothes, you know, it's fucking ridiculous. The consumerism, keeping up with the Jonases, it never fucking ends. You know, the whole market is designed that way. It's designed to never end. It's designed to keep you coming back for more perpetually. For as long as you exist, since you're born, you're, you know, until the moment you're out of here, you are a consumer, a taxpayer. That's it. Oh, and of course, which those in charge will never admit, you are also a liability, especially in a country where the healthcare system is funded by taxpayers. The government doesn't want to pay for your expensive surgeries. <clears throat> they want to privatize healthcare 
so that you would no longer be a burden to them, but rather to insurance companies. Those fucking frauds. They're just like banking industry. Bunch of fucking scumbags. But what are you going to do? You need Apple Pay. You need your debit cards. Most of you need your credit cards in order not to go bankrupt. So yeah, that's where we're at. The most evil industries on the planet. Big Pharma, banking, insurance. We're fucked from every angle. These legitimate criminals just do whatever the fuck they want. Scam everyone out of their money. Everyone gets fucked over. Almost everyone. And most of the time, these evil organizations totally get away with it. Once the big pharma gets you hooked, it'll be difficult to get out. Because big pharma are fucking drug manufacturers and drug dealers. So think about it. Insurance is just one big part of the whole fucking problem, okay? But the big pharma is the main perpetrator in all this monumental ongoing fraud. Because, you see, keeping up with the Jonases is one thing. That in most cases is not going to kill you. Worst case scenario... Ah, you're gonna get depressed. But, you know, you can always work that out. Now, Big Pharma, on the other hand, a lot of their products are harmful in one way or another. That's a fact. Big Pharma means big harm. Do they help people? Sure, they sometimes do. (laughs) It's just not really what they're on about. Because what they're on about is treatment. We're all fucked if all we focus on are material things. But then, who am I to criticize capitalism? You know, I like all that fancy stuff too. You know, Apple tech, nice cars, good quality clothes. You know, high-end audio, automatic watches made in switzerland you know i like all those things and i would like all these things you know but they're not the most important things to me i don't get sleepless nights if i don't have them i do get some sleepless nights but for very different reasons that go far beyond material things you know health is a lot more important physical and mental fitness is important Eating healthy is important, you know, exercising, learning new things, striving to be a better person, being able to help others, especially those that are close to me. All these things are far more important to me than money. You know, money in itself, on its own, has no value, you know, it's it's only worth what you sacrifice for it or exchange for it and what you exchange it for. And too many people pay way too much attention to money and way too little attention to other much more important things. Look, live your life. Enjoy yourself. Push yourself to be the best you can be to others and yourself. These are the most important values. Health, fitness, family, friendships, and having each other's back. So there's that. 
and the money. I believe that the money can be a good side effect of, of, of incredible work. And that's what you should focus on. Not finding another shit job that you're gonna fucking hate and hate yourself for doing it and all that. Find yourself something to do, something you can work on, something you can put your time into and try and figure out a way to do it so that it benefits as many people as it possibly can. And and you, most of all. And, and, and you'll figure it out, you will be all right. <laughs> and if you ain't, then, then, then fuck it. You only get to live once, right? At least you've tried. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Give up? Settle? On mediocrity? That's not a fucking way to go, and you know it. Don't do it.